Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says anyone can influence, but not everyone has impact. And joining me on today's show is Braden Douglas. Braden is the founder of Crew Marketing Partners, one of the fastest growing marketing and creative industries or agencies focusing on the food and beverage industries with offices in Canada and the US. Now, Braden started his career in brand management at Frito-Lay and Procter & Gamble, and his passion is helping leaders make a significant impact in the world. Now, Braden has a new book and it's called Becoming a Leader of Impact. And it unpacks how leaders can truly live a life of impact when they optimize their personal, their professional and spiritual lives. Now, on today's show, Braden's going to share that impact is the ultimate goal. Impact occurs when your professional, personal and spiritual life are aligned and optimized for the benefit of others. He's going to talk about struggle is an essential part of leadership as well as becoming a leader of impact. Well, guess what? That is hard work and you need the right people in your life to help you achieve an eternal purpose. Welcome to the show, Braden. Yeah, thank you. It's a uh, pleasure to be here. Anyone can influence, not everyone has impact. I love that quote. Share a little bit more about that before we dive in. Yeah, it's, you know, I think that anybody that's in a leadership position and anybody that can have influence over somebody else, and whether you're a parent or you're a friend, uh, you're a boss, manager, whatever it is, you can have influence. But impact is about the ongoing, perpetual positive behavior that you can inspire into somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that means, yeah, you can influence somebody, but impact can really have long lasting effects. And I really believe that we just don't, we're just not intentional enough as people or as leaders to be able to really do that on a regular basis. And that's kind of the reason I, you know, really wanted to write the book and wanted to really get that out there is because I think the world needs more leaders and more people who are intentional about making an impact. Mm, I love that. Of course, we're going to dive in into that. And at the end of the show, we'll give everyone an opportunity uh, to find out how they can access a copy of your book as well. So you say impact is the ultimate goal and it Im impact occurs when our professional, our personal and spiritual life are aligned and optimized for the benefit of others. So hearing that, and you're going to dive in a little bit deeper into it and unpack that, I would imagine then that often we're not making the impact as leaders because those three things are not aligned. The main thing, I was explaining this the other day is that a lot of people think that impact is the the goal, but really impact is an outcome. And it is something that naturally occurs once the your professional life, your personal life and your spiritual life are coming together, like a Venn diagram that I kind of show and that the outcome is that you're going to start to leave, you know, have impact and be able to leave a legacy. But your goal and your focus isn't about manipulating and trying to figure out how you can do that or, or just mm. give money over here. It's really about saying, how am I doing professionally? Because if you're not good at what you do, you're not going to have credibility and your influence is not going to be very strong. And, uh, and if your personal life is not, 
if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself, the close relationships that you have, the relationships with employees and customers and suppliers, um, and that you're really utilizing those, you're you're not going to be able to do that. And if your spiritual life, and this is where your faith side, and for me and for you know even people probably listening to your show, majority of them might be you know Christians and uh, you know disciples of Jesus, and saying, well, if that's not really optimized, then your motivation, your the fruit that's in your life, your your passion to actually do it is going to become more self-focused than other-centered. And once you become other-centered, then they all start to flow together. Um, and that's going to give you an ability, I think, to really make a lasting impact. Mm, I love the way that you've explained that. So share a little bit about some of the things. I'm sure in your book, you've, you've dived into this as well. What are some of the things that we need to be mindful of that can negatively impact uh, you know, professionally, personally, and of course, spiritually too. And then maybe there's some things in your life too that, that you've shared. But what are some of the things that you can see inhibits that, that we can, you know, have that ultimate impact that we're looking for? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, what I love about even like what I love even about your show is you you have so many different professionals coming on here that have amazing businesses. They are successful people. They they really want uh, to make a difference. And mm-hmm. and so when I'm looking at when I started into this, it was actually when I was speaking uh, at an event and a young guy comes up to me afterwards and you can tell he's, you know, articulate and he's well put together and he's like, "Hey, Brayden, that was great." Um, you know, but what does like leadership is good, but what does impact really mean? Like, how do I really apply this? And, and at the time, this was about three years ago, I gave him like the canned kind of answers of, uh, you know, grit and influence and determination. And it was just, it's kind of like, you can tell it was a little bit surfaced and he kind of went away. Oh, thanks for your time. And, you know, and as a speaker, you can kind of sometimes get away from that, but it just had this niggling feeling of like, what people really want are practical steps. Like, help me understand what does this really mean practically? And that's where I uh, I started working with the, you know, this organization leader impact um, and helping them define this philosophy of professional, personal, and spiritual. Mm. And what I've realized is that, you know, I work with a lot of leaders and I've, you know, and as an entrepreneur myself, um, you know, it's really trendy right now to say, hey, we're doing good. We're, we're making a difference. We've got great core values. And what I've realized is that if you don't really start to look at those three areas of your life well, you're going to you're going to actually not get the traction that you really want. And what I've noticed, especially as as you get older in life uh, and you get older, you get more mature in your career you start to realize, what am I really leaving behind? Has this all just been about accumulation of maybe success or money to retire? Maybe I have some charities and church activities on the side, but what am I really, you know, all in on? Mm -hmm. And so when I'm looking at, so for example, your personal life is, um, you know, actually I have a, I'm in a partnership um, with some guys and one of the partners um, had an affair. Uh, mm-hmm. for about seven years mm-hmm. and Christian guy, um, you know, nobody knew about it. Uh, mm-hmm. it came out, absolutely devastated the business. Uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, wreaked havoc in the professional life, uh, wreaked havoc, obviously in the spiritual life, because, you know, you're not living the life that you know, you should be, but yet you're kind of just going through the motion so that everybody mm-hmm. has this, you know, opinion of you. 
Um, and you realize that if that if he only worked on this, if he had people in his life that kept him accountable, that he felt open enough to actually deal with these things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his family, marriage, um, all those things would start to become a lot, you know, a lot more clear. Uh, yeah. But even professionally, even right now with the with COVID, with lockdowns, uh, with what we're seeing, is that you can't really focus on a lot of impact, a lot of stuff when your business is not doing well. Yeah, you're, you're more worried about keeping the lights on, cash flow. Uh, you're, you know, you're actually trying to, you know, make it make it a go of this and trying to figure, okay, what are we going to do? And you're strategizing and pivoting. Um, but if that if that is hurt, and, and we're all going to go through different seasons, and then your spiritual life. And this is this. I was just with a group of entrepreneurs on Friday, and we're so good at talking about our professional and our personal lives. It's easy to talk about work. It's easy to talk about, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, it's really busy or this, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. And it's easy to talk about your personal life and kids and family and friends and what you're doing socially. But when it comes to your spiritual life, I find, you know, there, sometimes we kind of go into two camps. One is the, the ultra crazy Christian who's just all about this all the time. And then there's those that hardly ever talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I find that we have to get more comfortable with saying, Hey, how are you doing spiritually? Like, you know, how, how are you doing? Like, are you, you know, are you reading the, reading the Bible? Are you excited about the Lord? Are you excited about mission and what you're doing? Um, because when we can get all three of those really firing, uh, yeah. you can start to see impact. You can start to see things. You can become more missional. You can start to feel like, yeah, you know what? I'm on track and yeah. at different seasons in life professionally might be really hot sometimes and cold in others per- personally might be really good, but um, one day it's not going to be as great. And, you know, spiritually, you're going to go through highs and lows. And mm-hmm. that's where I think as you're navigating life, working together with others that think like this to say, Hey, at the end of the day, I want you to be able to look back on your life and what you've used, your talent, your gifts, your affluence, your influence to say, you know what? I have made a kingdom impact mm-hmm. and I have helped so many people you know, come to other, you know, come to faith, change their life, become better people, uh, want more in this world that's positive. And I think that's the, that was the goal. Yeah, love that. And it's interesting that you should say around um, balance, often the word that, that comes up. And we realize, and, and I think you mentioned it beautifully there, is that the different seasons, you know, some seasons, there are areas where you need to deal with in your personal life and, and others in your professional life. But one of the things that I've come to learn is that both of those, you know, your spiritual life has to be f- for me, that it has become the, the front and centre because that impacts you professionally and mm-hmm. it impacts you personally. And then you realise that, you know, you check in your motives. Now, are you doing that for yourself, satisfaction and achievement? And it starts off like that. And I think the Lord wires us, you know, for achievement and, and work done. But who are you actually doing it for? And when we come to realise that everything we do is to the, his glory, whether we're mowing the lawn or whether we're putting a proposal together for a client or delivering on, um, you know, and, and expectations, we're exceeding expectations for a client, we do that for his glory. Uh, I think then, you know, we can, because through, you know, he through us and the gifts and talents that we can use can then, of course, influence and impact others as well. That's what I have found anyway. You know what? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It's, you know, he, you know, he needs to become greater and greater. I become less and less, right? It's, you know, John the Baptist said it too. And everybody's like, hey, he's baptizing more people than you. He's like, no, this is all about him anyway. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, here's a, so even this book that I wrote, Becoming a Leader of Impact, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, when I was going through it initially, you start to realize like, you know what, I don't want this uh, to be about me. And I don't want this to serve Braden Douglas or mm. crew marketing. Even I really wanted it to serve people and the organization of leader impact because they're helping thousands of Christian entrepreneurs and leaders all around the world. And so from the very outset, I said, Hey, I'm going to write this book and take on the cost and the time and all the proceeds are going to go uh, to the organization. It's just going to be, I want it to be a tool uh, to be able to use. Um, and it was a way for me to hopefully, you know, integrate, you know, my business life um, with ministry uh, in a way that hopefully makes sense because it is so easy to get wrapped up in motives that, you know, end up building your own empire versus, um, you know, yeah. building the kingdom, and yeah. which is more important to you. Yeah, absolutely. And look, this beautifully segues into the next point that you want to talk about is, you know, struggle being an essential part of leadership. And I know you're going to share a little bit more uh, about that. But one of the things that I have come to realize is that, you know, often it's in the struggles that we are faced with that the Lord shapes our character. And we can look back and go, man, you know, during that time, that was a struggle. Like for us, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're bold, we're we're, we're driven, aren't we? We have an idea and we want to go ahead and chase that. And every now, well, not every now and again, lots of times it's kind of like we've got to go bang. I know, Lord, in your timing, you know, carry it up a little bit, but just in his timing, isn't it? So tell, talk a little bit more. I mean, struggle is something that all entrepreneurs and even as individuals uh, we go through, but it is part of the leadership, but often it's character shaping as well. Oh, 100%. And uh, so my one of my favorite stories of growing up is that my dad was a landscape architect. And one of the things in the 90s that he became famous for was designing butterfly gardens for public schools. And so he won, you know, in this one early project, he designed a full butterfly garden for schools and he integrated a curriculum within it. And so anytime these new schools were being built, they would actually hire my, you know, my dad to actually create, you know, this type of smaller, you know, this kind of element within the landscape. And so one day we were coming back from a a sports practice and, uh, my dad's like, oh, there's one of the schools I had that I designed. Do you want to go check out the butterfly garden? And I was like, no, not really. But he turns in and he, you know, he, he goes into the school and we walk around the side and I'm checking out the garden. And, and I was actually pretty impressed. It was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, wow, like this is really neat. And, uh, and I go up to this plant and I can see a, a cocoon on it. And I could, and I kind of peered in like really close and I started to you know, be like, oh, I could see the caterpillar inside of it trying to get out of it. And so I started to just open it up a little bit. My dad started shouting at me, Braden, stop, stop. You can't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 why, why? What's happening? He's like, if you help the caterpillar to get out, um, it wouldn't have developed the muscles it needs to be able to fly. And uh, and I remember sitting there thinking, wow, that's really profound. I, I, uh, you know, I wish I could actually, you know, be older so I could actually take this learning, but it kind of constantly talk about it now, even as a family that there's a, there's cocoon moments that in order for you to develop the skills, the, um, the necessary elements that you need to get to that next level, if you rescue yourself too early, or if you don't go through that pain, you won't be able to actually get to that next uh, plateau that you want to. Mm. And I think far too often, 
people, we take the shortcut out or we avoid the pain, uh, we avoid the struggle. And even, and for me is that nothing, like there is nothing worth accomplishing that hasn't cost you something. Yeah. And I think even for you, like podcasts, like, and what number is this show? You've heard, you're on like 300. Oh, I don't know. It's 300 and something. Yeah. Like you're, it's like on fire right now. And, uh, and so, but it's the, you got to make the time. You got to put the commitment in. You got to keep, keep consistent and it's hard. And you're in a lot of people, they want to lose weight. They want to have a successful business. They want to, you know, uh, you know, write a book or achieve it, but they won't set aside the time and the sacrifice. They would rather maybe go and watch Netflix or, or maybe yeah. just, you know, just do something else. And I think that there is so much potential. Ah, oh, there is. You know, and you think back to some of these, the Bible stories that I'm sure we all heard growing up in Sunday school, but there is such, you love the word profound, profound lessons. If we look at King David, I mean, he didn't just become king after he was, you know, anointed. It took many years, you know, and then Joseph, I mean, his brothers threw him in a pit. I mean, you know, talk about family, you know, family, uh, right, you know, rifts and everything and, and, and being in prison before he became kind of like, like the right hand person of uh, of Pharaoh and, oh, yeah. and so uh, amazing someone's actually commented here uh right and love the story about the caterpillar your dad was so right struggle is a critical part of gaining strong leadership muscles the amount of people and thank you I'm not sure who you were but thank you I think we can go back later after we finish the show and and uh and see who it was but you know one of the things that I have found through this show is how many people have said to me you know Anne-Marie if I had have gotten what I prayed for uh, at the time that I had have prayed it, I would not have been the man or the woman, the wife or the husband, the leader of my business because it, because it took many more years of struggle and perseverance. And I was just reading something. I've actually got it in my journal. It, and it said, you know, you need to have the patience and perseverance and all of these things, you know, compassion for others and love that comes often through struggles. And my mm -hmm. goodness, when you've gone through it, isn't it all the much better for it that you've known that that uh you know you've oh absolutely yeah. you know and i find that uh, so here's a practical example I, re I still remember you know years ago when our agency was first starting you're always like oh man i really hope we could land the, this big national multi you know big multinational company with big budgets who can we can do so much great brand and creative work and stuff and looking back it would have killed us we would not have had the team, the processes, the structure. Yeah, we may have gotten that. And uh, we would have that vanity of saying, oh, look at this is one of our clients. But we probably would have dropped the ball and not executed well, which would actually hurt us longer term versus paying your dues and working your way to the point where you can you have the ability, you have the competence and you have the team that can actually execute effectively. Yeah, absolutely. We've got Denise here who said, I love this, Denise, it is the survival of your struggles that become the credentials for your message. So, so true. One of the things that I've found um, to be true too, and I'm sure you can relate to this, and maybe you too, Denise, is that often it's the struggles that we have come through. You know, it's the valleys, the deepest of valleys. Uh, and when the Lord has, you know, walked through you, and you know, when it, we talk about, you know, our weakness becomes strength in and through him, Mm -hmm. These are the messages that we can then go and speak life and, and peace and comfort in the life of others because we've walked through that, you know, through that journey and we can walk through that with others mm -hmm. as they're going through that. And we would not have been able to do that. We would not be able to have the influence and ultimately the impact 
had we not gone through that because there's a certain level of um, compassion, I think, that you gain through yeah. having struggled through that that you wouldn't have if you hadn't have lived through that, I think. You know, I, I would say the world really loves the success stories, but I think God shows up in the valleys and the struggle. And I yeah. think that's where Christians, that's why we're different. I think yeah. it's, if you, you can't walk alongside somebody in the same way, if you haven't been there before. And I think that's where the valleys, the struggle, the pain is an opportunity for you to learn, yeah. write those down, write what you're learning, how you're working through it, because I guarantee you, Somebody else is going to go through very similar times. And that's when you have the opportunity to go and walk with them, you know, feel that pain, you know, and help them understand the clarity that, yes, you're going to come through this. It is going to get better. It may not look financially better, but it's going to be, you know, better emotionally. You're going to get through this, whatever it could be. And I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's those things that really make the, make a difference. Yeah. And Denise has just said here, indeed, it is the tool that causes the conversion conviction for others, which is so true. Something else that I have learned too, and I'm hoping that I'm able to get this out in the way that, um, you know, sometimes in your mind, you've got an idea and how it comes out. It's like, that's not the way I was thinking of it. But, you know, we, we know that we're knitted in our mother's womb with different strengths and, and talents, which will come to fruition later on in life. But I am convinced that often what's knitted and, and, and the desire in us, if we're not walking strongly and intimately with the Lord, it can be turned negatively. And let me give you an example on that. I mean, when I grew up as a young child, I wanted to be famous, just wanted to be famous. I thought I was going to be an actor. Anyway, thank goodness, you know, through, through circumstances I wasn't because, you know, I like, I'm a bit of an introvert. introvert. Um, but now when I you know, think of podcasting and, and things like that, um, I don't do it for my, I mean, I could not care less, but again, but that was the Lord working through me, you know, and yeah. realizing that, look, it, it's not nothing to do with me, but if I can go out and through my story or journey or help someone such as yourself, Braden, share yours. And I know that I've influenced through that, you know, that channel in some small way then that to me, um, yeah, is is what really matters. And I don't think that we can achieve that or have, you know, allow the Lord to achieve that through us if we hadn't gone through some of those deepest, deepest darkest valleys. Well, I think that what you're getting at is, um, and actually Tim Keller, I, who I really, really admire and respect a lot of his opinions, um, he has a great book called Counterfeit Gods, and mm. it's all about idols. And I think that we are gifted and entrepreneurs and leaders, you are gifted by far uh, in certain areas of your life. And it's a, it's a tool. It's like an ax. And that can be really used for good things. You can carve things and create houses and stuff, but it can also be used for evil and it can be used for yourself. And I think that sometimes God takes away idols or he prolongs success or anything, because it's like, if you were successful, it's going to be maybe for your glory and not for mm -hmm. God's. Yeah. And it would actually maybe not be the best for you. Yeah. Uh, and so if you can break those down so that you can actually uh, use it, not to just build your, you know, your empire, your business, your success, but to really be used for him. Because remember, mm -hmm. Jesus said, Hey, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things are going to be added to you. Yeah. And I think when you focus on that and say, you know what? Emery, when you focus on this, you're going to be, you'll become successful. It may look a little bit different, 
but it's going to be much more kingdom and much more satisfactory at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I, um, in 2015, I had my worst failure, business failure ever. But looking back through, you know, seasons of healing and, and forgiveness and all of that, I can honestly say, you know, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it led me to where I am, you know, today. And, and in fact, it's very much part of, you know, kind of my, my story and my journey now. And, you know, there is a lot of healing and, and struggle because, you know, there's things that are being, you know, sorted out. And and so, you know, I've kind of said to the Lord, well, anything that happens from this time forward, I know it's not me because I reckon I've been and tried everything, done everything, and it's like, right, you ready to do it my way? All right, let's do it. But really it is, isn't yeah. it? It's so much more fun, you know, and uh, we don't we don't know all the answers. And guess what? If it did, it would be pretty, um, yeah. Again, all on a, all on our strength. So, and no. you know, they often ask, "Is a struggle worth it?" During the time that you were going through that, it can be difficult. But again, that's where we need to lean in to the to the word, isn't it? Seek you first. Go back to to reread a lot of the stories. They'll come with new meanings. Have you found that too? You might read a Bible verse and all of a sudden something jumps off the page. You go, man, I had, I'm really seeing it in a different light. And that's what we're told to do, isn't it? Seek ye first and, and you'll yeah. get answers and strengths from that. Well, I think, I think any, you know, every season is going to be different and your maturity, how you look at that one verse is going to be very different. Uh, and so even for me, me, I've, I've been in the habit of reading uh, proverb of the day, yeah. you know, every day for years. Yeah. And, uh, and then you come to it again and, you know, Proverbs 21 and, uh, you know, and you're reading this and you're like, I've already like, man, I had this, how did I not see this verse before? And it's like, that's perfect for me. And, uh, you know, and today or whatever it is, but I think that comes with maturity. It comes with the season that you're in. It comes in sometimes where the Holy spirit wants to show you something different, uh, that you can apply. But the, I think that the key thing that, um, that I'm realizing is that not everybody recovers from certain struggles mm -hmm. and that business might look different. And so even right now I have a very good friend who through lockdowns has a, a fitness um, has a number of fitness clubs and they, they may not recover mm. and they, you know, and he's has a lot of investment in there. He built out some great tenant improvements. It looks beautiful. Uh, they were on the way. It was about a year and a half open. They were just hitting break even and COVID just wiped it out and they're not, um, and he actually targets, um, people that have that, uh, that are older that don't like working out. Um, but they're also at the high risk right now. And so they're not coming back. Mm. And so he's going to have to walk away. And he's right now thinking, God, like, where are you? Yeah. Where are you in this moment? Are you, did you just get me to do this? And now I might lose my house and in this investment and mm. all this kind of stuff. Like, you know, where are you in this? And it's a real, it's a real struggle for entrepreneurs because in somehow we, we tie our identities to how yeah. successful we are. And I think what God is saying is that, Hey, are you willing to, you know, to praise me even mm. that, uh, even if it doesn't work, because I might have something better for you or that you can yeah. do this. Believe me in those struggles. You know, it's true, isn't it? Believe believe in though you know in in what you're asking for and he's got that answer for you absolutely and you know what exact something that you said earlier and it's so true often the answer is not what we would have even dreamed or even hoped to ask for and so much better isn't it's true. it 
so much better, um, you know, within that. So well, we hope so. We hope so. That, yeah, yes. And that's you know right. what? But exactly. It's going to be better in heaven one day. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's something else that I think we need to come to realise too is that, you know, we, all, we are all promised, um, you know, incredible um, lo, you know, expectations and, and life, you know, beyond um, beyond this world anyway and uh, in, in heaven. And for some of us, the reward is, is in heaven. You know, and I sometimes think what could be a greater reward than actually being in the presence. I mean, we're all in the presence of Jesus now, but actually seeing him and experiencing, you know, to me it's like, well, everything else is just amazing. So, but that that's true and that's what we need to remember, isn't it, that this world is, it is a practice run. This world is a practice run and how we live it will impact what well, happens in the next. You know what, here's the thing. I, you know, this is where I think that having an eternal perspective is so critical. And I think we, we lose, we, we lose sight of that sometimes. And that's why faith is so important because we lose sight that heaven really is going to be amazing one day. And Jesus promises that he he's prepared a place for us. We're going to be with him. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, but you know what? Some of you and some of us, we're going to get persecuted. We're not going to have a great time on earth. Right. Lazarus, remember, you know, he was with sores and boils and everything. And, you know, it wasn't like things turned around for him. He died, but then he was with Abraham in heaven. And I think that sometimes it's, you know, it's not a good marketing tactic for Jesus, you know, to say, hey, you got to count the cost. You know what? Some of you are not going to like this. I have no place to live. Uh, are you sure you want in? Because well, if you want in, cousin, John the Baptist. <laughs> yeah. Beheaded. <laughs> I mean, you right. know, I've been to a really good dance routine. Really, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Audrey has said, uh, we learn most through the valley. We tend to forget on the mountaintop. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, David says, great, I stumbled across this today. Thank you. You're so welcome. Let's talk in, let's just speak into that as we finish up the show, Braden, because there are many people around the world here in Melbourne. We are in second lockdown. There are so many businesses, especially travel and tourism and, you know, the fitness industry, all of those industries that really need people to yeah. come to, you know, let's speak some words of hope and, and comfort to them. As we've said, you know, the, the, there is, there is always answers but how we lean into the Lord and go to the Bible and pray. And we'll certainly pray for them before we finish. But what 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 are some insights that you'd want to share with them today as we finish up? Well, that's a great point. And we uh, we actually have a lot of clients that were in that boat. And what what I think is that right now, these crises, they're you're gonna you're there's certain things you're gonna have to do practically. You know, some of it is you know, preserving cash, you know, looking at how do you change? What maybe strategic pivots can you take to start offering different business models uh, that might work for you? Um, and, you know, there's certain things that, you know, practically as a leader, you have to do for your business in order to make it viable, profitable, and sustainable. The number one job of an entrepreneur is the sustainability of their organization, right? People count on you. You need customers, you need this. And guess what? You're locked down. The government says you can't operate. People are scared. They're not coming as much and, and it stinks. And so we don't want to sugarcoat it. It is not a good situation, but can you practically work on this? But here's, for me, the bigger thing is, is that as a leader, you have skills, you have talent, that you have relationships and networking, you have different elements. Uh, and even for me, I, I haven't worked harder 
and made less money in the last eight months than I ever have before. Like it's crazy. You're pivoting and changing and you're working and you're helping clients and you're, you're all in and you're still, you're not really making hardly anything uh, just so that you can really survive and hopefully come out of this. But for me, the number one thing is that it doesn't matter if you're successful or if you're not successful, if you have a thriving business or you don't, what matters is who you are in Jesus. Mm. And do you really love him? Do you really trust him? And that regardless of what happens here, you are going to take your talents, your relationships, and you're going to invest in them. You're going to pour yourself in and go harder into him and say, God, give me wisdom. Like, give me clarity on what I should do next and give me a hope and a trust that regardless of what happens, I'm going to stay steadfast mm. and know that I can use this as a testimony. I'm going to use this with customers. I'm going to use this with our employees to show them that you're bigger. And I can't promise them that the business is going to be super successful, but I can promise them that I'm going to do everything that I can to really help make sure that we can get out of this uh, yeah, become better because of it. Yeah, I love that. And that's so true, isn't it? I mean, you know, talk with it, talk about it with the Lord, pray about it. But most importantly of all, and I was reading uh, something yesterday about, you know, the, uh, the tribe of Essica. Um, there's one of the 12 tribes of um, um, Isaac. But it was interesting because when the tribes were sent uh, ahead, they, they, they sent the, the tribe first of the praise then they sent the tribe of Essica, and Essica were the wise people, you know, the mm -hmm. wise people, the insights, and then they sent the tribe of financiers. But why I say that is because even, and even when you think of Joshua, what they did was they sang praises as they were walking around, you know, Jericho. I mean, how many times do you want us to walk around? We walked around that, you know, twice already. Do you really want us to do it again? Sometimes yeah. the Lord is wanting us to do things that we think this is just, you know, and you know what, the Lord works and in very mysterious ways, we know that. But you know what? It's the trust and the faith. Yeah. And when we can have that and say, you know what, Lord, things may be crumbling around beside. I mean, my mother died yesterday and it's, you know, I'm yeah. sadness, of course, but there's so yeah. much joy that she is in heaven now. And it's like, I'm going to praise you. You know, there'll be tears, but I'm going to praise you because I know that what you promised she's now experiencing and one day we will all be together. And you know, yeah. so a word of, of hopefully hope and comfort for those of you who are struggling. He's got you. He's got you. Maybe you just, you know, need to go through your season um, and, uh, and and the Lord will see you through. So, Brayden, let's let's finish with a word of prayer. Can I pray for you? That's something yeah, I love that. Yeah, great. that's great. Yeah. Father, thank you for your opportunity to speak with you today. You are an amazing God. You know, we sp spoke today, Brayden and I, about uh, impact and, and influence even in situations, Lord, that we find ourselves globally where many business owners have been building businesses sometimes for many years and now faced with, you know, what, what's going to happen moving forward. But with all of the uncertainty, there's one thing that we can cert be certain of, and that is you, Father, and that whatever is happening in the world, we know that as your children, you have us, you love us, and uh, the path that, that you have destined for us is just, uh, you know, amazing. And 
maybe even in the next life. So, Father, can we just pray for Braden and his business, his clients, the, the friends, you know, associates, businesses who are watching and listening to this later. Father, through this experience, and maybe they're going through a season of struggle, may it be one that draws them closer to you. May it be one where rather than looking out for the worldly um, answers that they turn to your word because your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Let them spend time with you, seek you first because you really um, you go, can support them through this. And uh, so, Father, we just want to thank you. We want to praise you. We want to thank you for, for Jesus and for, for the technology that we have at our fingertips to be able to have these conversations. We hope that uh, we've been able to, to provide some inspiration for those who have been listening and watching today. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Love that. We had uh, Denise here who said amen as well. Isn't it wonderful that that we can all get together from all different sides of the world? Something that you said earlier, Braden, I think it's so true. We have a network of incredible businesses all around the world. Now is the time to lean in. You may be the solution, Braden. You may have the solution for someone on the other side of the world um, mm. that you provide that solution that they're looking for. Reach out. Pray about door, you know, the Lord opening doors, putting your, you know, you in front of those people who you can support and vice versa. I think now is, uh, you know, we talk about collaboration and, and connection. Now is so important to, to do that. So take advantage of uh you know the the, the networks that are, are global and uh, yeah because together we are better and when we've got the lord on our side man uh amazing so thanks yeah. once again for coming on the show brayden before we go how yeah. can people find out more about you we've forgotten important things how can yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> um and and emory i'm really sorry to hear about your mother passing as well oh, thank that, you it's um, been she, she would have been 101 tomorrow Wow! So, I know. So, Good for her. That's amazing. Really life. Celebrating, uh, yeah. Well, see, so you're going to end up. You've got the same genes. You're going to be end up doing this for a long time. So that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, well, you can you can see um, my, the book is available on Amazon. It's called "Becoming a Leader of Impact: How Your Influence Can Change the World." Uh, so that's uh, becoming a leader of impact on Amazon. Uh, it would be great. You can pick it up then, or you can see my personal website at bradendouglas.com. And uh, my company is Crew Marketing Partners, and we work with the food and beverage industry. And uh, yeah, we love, uh, you know, we love hearing from new people around. And uh, But check out Becoming a Leader of Impact. I think it can be a real blessing uh, to you, especially in these times. Fantastic. And once again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. All the best. Thank you.